Well, it's the end of Matrix Month, and you know what that means. It's time to revisit our final Star Wars movie. Throughout the year, we've rewatched every Star Wars movie to recalibrate the Hisui scale, and the last on the list is this week's episode, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. How Star Wars is it? Well, hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah, and hi, listeners. <laughs> hello, listeners. I'm going to do like sweeties. radio guy character today. <laughs> radio guy. Hey, and hey, hey, thanks for tuning in. Look out for the traffic on LSD. That's Lakeshore <laughs> Drive for those of you who aren't yeah. in Chicago. If you're on LSD, look out for traffic. <laughs> and you're Try tuning into how, 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 how Star how, how. Wars is Wee. it. And fart noise. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll just make one, I guess. <laughs> fart noise, gunshot. Fart noise, gunshot, <laughs> pew pew, air horn. Uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome to the this podcast. Is not, this is not a radio show. This is a podcast, which is like a radio show. Mm-hmm, but, but you can take us sort anywhere. Of worse, but better. Yeah, yeah, worse. More portable, for sure. Um, remember the old days when you just had to listen to whatever was on the radio? Yeah, were you a radio guy? I was. I, I was. I was. I would have my car radio always on the one ninety one point one, sure. which was the college radio station. And they oh. had really good jams. I stopped being a radio person uh, fairly quickly after starting because it was like the one or two years that I cared about like popular top 40 hits. Yeah. And then eventually I was like, oh, CDs and MP3 player, and you have control over the shit you listen to. <laughs> yes, I did. I had I had a five-disc CD changer in my car yes. at one point. <laughs> it was great. But um, uh, anyway, this is not about that. We're talking, no, we're talking about, about the movie Rogue One. And here on the show, uh, How Star Wars Is It, we compare things to Star Wars, the sort of platonic right. ideal of Star Wars, if you took all the Star Wars movies, you mixed in the books, you added a dash of video games and some comics, and you put all of that into a pot, you boiled it up, you made a Star Wars chili, that, my friend, is a 10 out of 10, and we're comparing things to that chili. That's right. So Mike just did the whole explanation, and I I have nothing else to add to it. So we <laughs> are talking today. What, what have we done and this And just year? to piggyback off that, we are... <laughs> do you, do you ever experience that? Uh, like someone says a whole thing, full full thought, no new information needs to be added, and then someone else, because they feel like they need to say something in the meeting, will say, yeah, and to piggyback off that, the exact same thing you just said. <laughs> yes, I do. I have not experienced it in a while because I'm not in the corporate world. Sure, sure. But I do remember that, um, and it's always super annoying. Yeah. But uh, we are finishing out the year with our... At the beginning of this year, we had a mission, and our mission was to revisit every single Star Wars movie right. in reverse to sweet order. Right, so we had given every Star Wars movie a score of how Star Wars it was based on our scale. Yeah, and we were like, 
did we do a good job? And yeah, the there was, was no. there was something as like low as a five and something as high as a ten. So I think we decided no. In fact, we did not do yeah. a good job. <laughs> we we had this this week. We're we're talking about Rogue One, and yeah. Rogue One was our, our lowest, lowest rated yeah. with a five and a six. Yeah, which is pretty nuts because there's a Death yeah. Star and stormtroopers and like weird yeah. decisions and Darth Vader. <laughs> and we also had like uh, we also rated like the Matrix as like a seven and an eight. So you know, uh, but what what we have sort of done is we've gone back and we've gotten really granular with our Star Wars movies. And what I think that we have decided on, or or there's sort of this idea in the air, is that there's. I think we should do the Michael Delaney approach. The movies exist in their own little scale. Yeah. We'll, we'll, all... we'll cap them off by giving this one a score, and then we're going to condense them all and send them to the train man. Yes. And get them partitioned off of the main drive of the Matrix. <laughs> right. And then and then whenever you look at the Swiss scale, it'll be like, uh, zero. What it, nothing's at zero because everything's at least a little bit Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, everything is at least something Star Wars. And then you got a lot of things at two. Yeah, like, like, a lot like of nigh on a hundred of them. <laughs> yeah. And then it, and then it sort of starts par- parabling up, uh-huh. and you got a lot. Of, you got a lot of things at seven, and then whenever you get to like the nine ten area, you there'll be a little dot, and it's a little bigger than the other dots. Uh-huh. And then when you open that dot up, when you enhance. You'll see all the movies are in there. And this is what on like the app, the Hasui app. Yeah, this is on the Hasui app. <laughs> okay. I had I had this thought like last night while I was falling asleep probably <laughs> where I was like wouldn't it be cool if we had a graph of everything we've rated. <laughs> it sure and would, it's, but it's who's like, going to do that? <laughs> I know. I'm like I need to remember how to use Excel and then put in um like cuz I was like what if we could we could get all of our ratings and then have it on a graph that has the x-axis is all of the um, topics, mm-hmm. and then the y-axis is obviously zero the to score, ten. And so yeah. then you have literally everything in order, and we can see the spread of like yeah, what's the, the most things. You yeah. know, I was like that would be really cool, but I don't know how to do that. Um, and also, it would it be a lot of work. It would be terribly to- difficult. It would just be time consuming of like having to re-listen to the one hundredth episode. Or yeah. wait, we did record. We, we we actually documented as we were doing the 100th episode like what score we gave everything I think I think we? so I think we did do that yeah and so it would just decide. be a matter of like uh, wrangling some shit but we could do that <laughs> yeah I, the hard part would be going back and listening to the last five minutes of every episode to, to right think, right to well and I've got the first maybe were. 20 actually like logged and then oh, right, after right, a while right. I was like why am I doing this <laughs> yeah well for posterity who's this for <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, uh, listeners, if if you're out there and you've been keeping track of all of the ratings, yeah, uh, just like send us. An if email, you've I been guess. making this graph, please just take yeah. a picture of it. <laughs> take a picture of it, send it to us because I love to. See, I'd love to see that graph. I'd love to see how many, and we'd have to decide if we want to put mm-hmm. in the hundredth episode ones because that would definitely that's like doubles our. Uh, input of the graph uh-huh. right yeah. there. It could be sort of similar to the little dot that expands for all the Star Wars movies. Yeah, that yeah, could be yeah. like the net of 100th episode and it would just be called 100 random things and then when you yes. expand it you get like a separate new graph. I like that. Two graphs. 
Now we need two graphs, everyone. Yeah, right. Two <laughs> graphs. Um, that was a two chains uh -huh. joke. Which is also what they have at the um, uh, Lincoln Park Zoo here in Chicago. Two chains or two, two graphs? graphs. Long That's neck, true. Guys. They do they do have two graphs. I saw them at Zoo Lights. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. They were out and about and we were like, <gasps> both of them? And they were <laughs> their long tongues were out eating some freaking stuff off of a dipping dots. <laughs> eating some dipping dots. They're like, this is the ice cream of the future. And I was like, what? It is the future now. Dippin' yeah, Dots has been around. You've made it to the future. You've been the ice cream of the future since like the eighties. <laughs> Um, anyway, we're, we're talking wait, about wait. Rogue One, Rouge One, as everybody spelled it on Twitter for about three weeks. Yes, Rouge the Bat One. Um, well, I, I feel weird because I didn't, like, I don't know why this time I felt like I should have taken notes. Cause we, uh, yeah, we, we just recorded the commentary to this recently, and when we do those we tend to not like pay the fullest attention because we have to like talk and make jokes and and uh leave and go to the bathroom yeah yeah and then, uh, yes but uh i really feel like we kind of didn't pay attention <laughs> yeah i'm like what I, I don't gosh this movie won't Let's do like a 90 second synopsis of the movie okay great there is no opening crawl uh no. and there's about 50 planets right there at the beginning uh, yes. Guy's wife Scarf. gets killed. He gets taken by the Empire, and his daughter runs away and hides. She grows up, becomes Jyn or so. He's Galen or so. He's a, like a head scientist on what becomes the Death Star, but he builds in a flaw so that uh, his daughter can find it in the claw computer, and she can give it to the Rebel Alliance, and they can blow it up. It's basically one of the sentences yes. in the opening crawl of the original Star Wars that says, like, rebel spies just captured plans to the crazy fortress that is the death star and it's uh you know a glimmer of hope for the new rebellion this is them doing that yes basically and it's the final flight of the osiris but for star yeah War. yeah 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 um and it's it's a war movie it's an espionage movie kind yeah. of um it's very different from your standard Star Wars fare. Uh, it's a lot it's a lot darker, a lot more mm -hmm. grim. One of our heroes it's just straight up mercs a guy when you yeah, first meet right. him and it it's is, like whoa. It is definitely like the sort of like gray area that I think we sort of yearn for with Star Wars because it is always like the scary looking guy is the bad guy and he wants evil and the yeah. good guy in the white shirt is good and he wants good. It he is sort of nice good. to see, like, um, political muddiness in an otherwise, like, kind of black and white universe. Yeah, although I, I will say that, that something you said in the commentary that I'm remembering is, like, who... <laughs> amongst the Empire, it's like, why... Who th thought that a planet destroyer is good? Like, yeah. like none of them are like, well, sh maybe we shouldn't do an entire planet. Yeah, it like, is really weird that... Uh, it it would have even been nice to see like someone other than, of course, the one guy who we know is the hero because we see him in the first scene or whatever. Uh, it would have been nice to see other people be like, this is not um, cool. Or, you know, even like 
when in, I want to say, Attack of the Clones, at the end of Attack of the Clones, the clones come in and save the day at Geonosis. And Obi-Wan says something like, I will admit, without the clones, it would not have been a victory. And Yoda was like, mm, victory, you say? Like, mm-hmm. is is war a victory? Especially if our entire team of soldiers came about under, like, mysterious circumstances? You know, like, is... Like, it would have been nice to see, say, Krennic in this movie when they, yeah. you know, he goes, wow, it's beautiful, when they, like, basically blow up a planet. It would have been nice to see him go, like, like even have a moment on his face of, like, ooh, boy, what have I done here? Yeah, or even <laughs> even if there was something like, this battle station has the power to blow up entire planets, of course... We don't have to do that. We'll just use the laser to blow up cities and send right. a message. Like you know, we're not going to blow, or like so, some kind of thing. Because do the, the like the, golden eye thing, you know, like yeah. the the golden eye satellites can just like snipe a guy from space, like a single yes. guy or like a, a a house, say. Yeah, or you can have a hat that you can throw, and it's really sharp. <laughs> yeah, or you can do slappers only. Right. Um, Could you other- imagine, by the way, if, uh, you know, okay, so the Death Star starts firing, the guys are on the ledge and they, like, shield their eyes because the lasers yeah. are all coming to a point to, like, focus and shoot. What if all those lasers were just, like, the thinnest drop, like, when you leave your faucets running in the winter, just, like, drip, drip, drip. They're really mm-hmm. thin and they meet and they're still relatively thin when they combine into a single beam and it just, like, pops one guy. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just peek. <laughs> and it's but it leaves it like does a shock wave and leaves the huge like um dust storm still because it hits so hard but it's just so small right. that it's just like right. luke skywalker just goes yeah and he just explodes. has like a hole through his middle like some kind of daffy duck cartoon <laughs> <laughs> just and his beak and is backwards <laughs> yeah 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 his tongue rolls out and uh-huh. breaks into a thousand pieces uh-huh. sorry that's plucky that's yeah plucky right that but that same same idea same idea same kind of uh uh, oeuvre. Uh-huh. But Are yeah, they related? So this Are movie, Daffy and Plucky related? Um, I, I don't Let's think so up. because I think uh, Daffy and Bugs and all the other like mainstay Looney Tunes are the teachers at Acme University. Yeah. And they just all have an analog in kid form. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say that they're related. Hmm. Well, the only thing I know for certain is that Babs and Buster are not related. Because right. Buster says it. It's a teacher-student relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. They're not related. That's funny. That's not to say you can't have your own dad as a teacher. That's true. You can. And hey, and I be fun. pray that you do. <laughs> and I pray that you have your own dad as a teacher. <laughs> uh, yeah, Buster and Babs are not related. Um, and they're not related. Buster even says that I think in the How I Spent My Vacation. Yeah, no and relation. No relation. They're also you know not what's fun to do to when you introduce yourself to someone new. Uh, just say your full name and then say no relation. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Josiah Robinson. No relation. And they would probably say t- oh, to to um, Mrs. <laughs> Robinson. Is that who we're talking about? The graduate. Yeah, anyone? Actually, honestly, unless you're talking about like my mommy. Yeah. <laughs> Most people I'm not related. Hey, truly, I'm not related to most people. What is, there's a joke in something, and now I can't remember what it is. It's probably 30 Rock, but but it, uh, I can't remember who it is. But the joke is like, I'm such and such, no relation. Well, I guess he is my cousin. <laughs> 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 it's just like so perfect. That does sound like a 30 Rock joke. 
Yeah. Um, but we're talking uh, about Rogue One, though. Yeah, so there's, like, a cast of crazy, like, other... Kooky it's, characters. It's fine. You know, everybody kind of gets a bit of a caricature. You know, we only have... We only get to know each one of these, like, say, five or six characters for, like five minutes a piece maybe yeah. well this is uh, this is a putting a team together movie it is yeah and i love to put the team together but sure. i also kind of man this movie won't stay in my head like i enjoyed it when we watched it into the commentary on it yeah but like i'm trying to remember why i enjoyed it and what parts i liked and it's just, I'm just like... Was it like, that sick Vader scene? That sick Vader scene at the end. So Listeners, cool. we we are anti-Darth Vader hallway scene. Yeah. I, <laughs> at I least am I not, am. I don't need I, to speak for you. I am not as anti. I think it's a cool scene uh, that doesn't sure. fit in the movie. That yeah, is my yeah, yeah. that is my take. It it's is, a cool like three minute or two minute long scene on its own as a bonus feature in some kind of like multi-disc yeah, 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 yeah. Saga, whatever. When you when you go to when you go to the games section, you know, on Michael DVDs. Delaney has pointed this out before. Uh, the the sort of Last Jedi discourse that like because people hated it so much, people who kind of liked it sort of had to really like it right. in a sort of public facing way. You know, like that. That's how I feel about that Darth Vader scene. I think it's. A little silly i think it's fine but because people love it so much i feel like i have to like dig in my heels and be like right. no fuck that scene. no fuck it it sucks shit yeah. um no i understand what you mean it just um, does really feel like in the middle of or like toward the end of i suppose that movie it takes a commercial break and shows like a 90s toy commercial where the kids are like banging toys around on like a set you know how like yeah. action figure commercials back then like the toys were in like an environment. <laughs> yes, it'd be like, like the freaking uh, like like mossy, like foggy yes. canyons. <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, um, yeah, that is what it feels like. It is, it is at odds with the rest of the movie because it's yeah. a different genre. Like yeah. it's just like it's here's like this cool at thing. At the one hundred and ten or however many minute mark. You just get to play three minutes of The Force Unleashed, and yeah, then it yeah, goes yeah. back to the movie. <laughs> that is something that's interesting about the movies versus the video games, right? Is because we do know what The Force can do in other media, but we very rarely see The Force do that in movies. Right. <laughs> and so it does feel weird to see Darth Vader, like, chop people up like that. Because it's like, wait, we've never seen him do that. Yeah, it, it feels like when you're powered up in Battlefront 2 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, I got I got the power up. I'm, <clears throat> I'm invincible for, like, two seconds. And I'm going to really just, like, destroy the other team. I, so... Let's see if I can... This is the game that we have played the first time around for Rogue One. Can Josiah remember the names of all the characters? <laughs> That's right. That was literally the game. I am going to and try... And then I... After it was over, I told the, all of them to you, and then I said, okay, you get a bonus point if you can repeat any of them. Yeah, and I couldn't. I couldn't. I think I could maybe do one. So let's see. Here's the main team. I can do, I think, all of them. Okay, here's the main team. Uh, Jin Erso. Yeah. Ding! Cassian Andor. Ding! K2SO? Ding! That's the robot. Um, now this is where it gets tricky. You know that robot has two dicks? Oh, what? sorry. He's played by Alan Tudyk. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that was good. I like that. 
<laughs> there was a rumor going around like <laughs> no <laughs> i don't know who told me this or if it was an actual rumor or if some my friend just made this up but whenever like x-men 2 came out like one of my friends told me like you know nightcrawler has two dicks <laughs> <laughs> like the character <laughs> yeah. or alan cumming the, the guy who played him the character they were like he they're like the actor had an interview and they said like that's that was something about him and i was like whoa that's weird that's and i such a stupid never <laughs> never ever confirmed it and i'm sure <laughs> that my friend riley was just making that up and being dumb but anyway, <laughs> other <laughs> characters in the main, like what is it, seven? Chirrut, Chirrut Mway. That's right. Ding. Um, and then his boyfriend Maze. Close. What's his name? Baze. Baze. Baze Malbus. Baze Malbus. Ding. Oh, I just I just mixed up. I did a little yeah, uh, spoonerism. Yeah. Um, and then there's the pilot, mm-hmm. the real pilot whose name his is... His last name is a chess piece. Rook. Yes. And his Bodie. first name... Yes. <laughs> I was uh. going to say, his first name is the name of my sister's car. <laughs> oh, okay. I would have got that. <laughs> my, <laughs> my mom's car, uh, when we were like teens, <clears throat> and I mean, in college and stuff, because my sister drives it now, uh, she got it like new or new-ish. And we were like, Allie was like, what's its name? And we decided it'd be Bodie, named after a the single skier? episode of Rugrats. Oh. <laughs> there's this there's this episode where Angelica goes to day camp, uh, and so does Susie. And, and Susie thrives, but Angelica has a really hard time, like, meeting people and, like, doing well at camp. Me. And uh, she discovers there's, there's another kid who kind of is having the same thing, and he hides out in, like, a outhouse the whole time and he like somehow is eating a bunch of snacks that he like stole or whatever uh anyway his name is Bodie, and i was always fascinated by that my sister and i both were uh there's a <laughs> the the like camp counselor is the sort of like the cool hand luke guy mm-hmm. the like drill sergeant i, I don't know that movie the, the guy in Me charge neither. of the chain gang or whatever and uh Angelica's hiding in the outhouse and Bodie is walking up to it and the counselor like catches him because he knows something's up and he goes, now who do you suppose was in there? And Bodie goes, poop? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. That's a good joke. My sister's car's name is Bodie, not named after Bodie Rook, but... uh, After Bodie from Rugrats. Yes. (laughs) I was going to guess Bodie Miller, who I think was a skier. In oh yeah, an American Spelled skier differently, for though, the Olympics. B-O-D-E. Yeah, this Bode. Bode is B O D H I. Right, right, right. Um, and who else is that? It. That's, that's all the whole of them. team, right? That's yeah, the that's whole the team. main guys. That's the main team. They've got a they've got a, a cool martial arts guy. They've got a big artillery guy. They've got like mm-hmm. a, a pilot who d- doesn't do pilot stuff, but he's like the man on the inside. Yeah, right. They've got a handsome <clears throat> man. They've got a pretty woman. They've got a robot. And that's all you need. Yeah, you know what I I think I'm realizing now as we sort of identify all these characters, other than like Jin and to a extent Cassian, because we do get a bit of development for him. He's the one who kind of betrays a friend because it's for the greater good or whatever. The other guys are just sort of like their uh, 
their job like this movie is sure like people say it's a war movie it's like an operations movie like we see people like operating their job (laughs) like doing business we yeah it's we have artillerist who's bays we have monk we have robot right and we have a defector imperial defector who that's sort of his main role is just to be like knowing some stuff on the inside Right. And also getting his head, like, squished by... Borkolet! <laughs> that thing is so nasty. Uh-huh. Guys, there's a whole part of this movie that's some some sick tentacle porn in the middle of it. And it really yeah, is that weird. Forrest Whitaker is just, like, so into. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's my Borgullet. Which <laughs> is a bad name, too, because gullet is, like, your mouth stomach it's like your eating system or whatever like right so and it, it is boring and it's a bore gullet <laughs> a it's bored like a, gullet <laughs> it's a bad what is what is the actual definition of gullet yeah i think of it as like a throat like yeah the passage by which it down your passes from mouth to the stomach so it's your yeah. esophagus down your gullet Charlie says gullet all the time and and so it's just a funny word to me because she's always like I just had to cram some food down my gullet (laughs) and it's a very funny word to me anyway there's a guy who's made out of CGI (laughs) there's a guy who's made out of CGI and it looks weird you've all seen the movie it is good it's got some like cool 70s original trilogy vibes because it does take place like the day before Star Wars (laughs) okay this is something that I think we talked about in the commentary, maybe, or maybe it was in a different review or, or uh, episode. Mm-hmm. But there is like, what, 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 I think it was in the commentary. There is like a level of cool and good that anything Star Wars will be because right. the world is cool and right. and like there is cool, like the aesthetic is cool and good. Yeah, because that was what you were saying about like because even Solo has its moments because it's like well it's cool it's Star Wars like there's cool yeah. Star Wars stuff in it and yeah, I feel like right. this is similar where it's like yeah it's pretty cool it's got cool Star Wars stuff in it like mm-hmm. whether or not the movie itself is good is up for debate like I think it's a fine movie it's not like my favorite or anything yeah I think it's fine and it's well it's well it's like well executed but like right the, there's cool stuff because it's Star Wars it's yeah. got like X-Wings it's got a Death Star. It's got a bad guy in white with a cape. Yeah, it's like it's 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 got a good aesthetic. Like it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's um, got a beach scarf. It's got a beach. Yeah, scarf. It's got the planet, <laughs> the Jedi planet. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, we, I love. Yeah, the, it's got it's got like cool business going on, and uh, I think seeing so, Jedha, the Jedi planet, like in the past, would be really cool. Like if yeah. we were to see that in like that new Eclipse game. <laughs> yes, which uh, I maintain is a weird name for a, a space game because eclipses of, are planet uh, specific. The, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Eclipse is very like relevant to the planet you're standing on. Yeah, um, like if someone in Star of the Wars High was Republic, like. Go ahead. I am like maybe halfway through the second book and I have been for probably six months. Yeah, sure. And I think I'm just going to cut bait. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I don't care anymore. Maybe that, uh, that happens to me sometimes with books and or video games where I get to a certain point and I'm like, am I having fun? And then if the yeah. answer is no, it's like, oh, okay, well, I can just stop doing it. I don't actually have right, to finish. Yeah. Like, I don't love reading anyway, but when I have a book I like, I end up reading it like 
it's the only thing I think about all day. Right. And this has not been that. I think the first one was like nice and it had cool ideas. And this one has had some cool ideas too, but I'm just like, uh, so here's what, here's what we need to do. This is what we need to do. This is, this is what we have to do on these episodes is we got to figure out where it fits in adjacent to the rest of the movies. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that's what, so that's what we got to figure out. And let's, let's talk about it a little bit before we have to go to the break. Yeah. That's a good idea. So, <laughs> The Last Jedi is the lowest rated right now with an eight. Um, Rise of Skywalker is right above it with an eight. <laughs> yeah, like eight and one thirty second or some yeah, bullshit 8. like that. Eight point six two five. Yeah, sixteenth. A sixteenth. Yeah. Solo, we gave just a solid eight point one. <laughs> That's right. We moved to tenth because there is an eight and an eighth coming up, right? <laughs> yeah, and then The Force Awakens is an eight and an eighth. Attack of the Clones is eight and a quarter. Empire is eight and a half. Revenge of the Sith is eight and three quarters. New Hope is nine. Phantom Menace is nine and a, and a quarter. Return of the Jedi is a solid ten. So, does this feel more or less Star Wars basically than Last Jedi? So here's my case for this being low, not as low as we initially gave it. But, sure, of course. Um, the only pieces in this movie from a sort of superficial standpoint that are in other Star Wars things are like the Death Star and like C-3PO makes an appearance. But otherwise, it's like fully new shit. Yeah. Kind of. And like Star Wars rarely introduces like a full new cast. And you can tell in this movie that they were almost like scared to, which is why there's an entire character that they raised an actor from the dead and they put Darth Vader in it. And you know, (laughs) and they have like Carrie Fisher at the end. Yeah, there it is. It is like the only star Wars movie that is not directly in some way related to the main characters in the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, But then of course it is like the day before, a new hope. It's true. And so like we do see we don't see any um we see the Rebel Alliance as we know them through the main trilogy. I think a really cool movie or perhaps this Andor series will explore the sort of founding and like inner infighting politicking of the Rebel Alliance because I think that's a cool idea, you know, mm-hmm. going from like the day Palpatine says it's an empire to now to to a new hope like seeing all that business play out would be really cool but this movie is like remember the beginning of Star Wars this is like the day before (laughs) right it is the literal day before whenever like we see the action leading up to the the very beginning of episode four whenever it's like here, there, we see the flash drive get handed off between right. doors. You know, I think that's the other reason why I don't really like that scene is they do the same thing the next day. <laughs> yeah, like it would have been cool to see Darth Vader. Like, I mean, I, I get why they did it. They people want to see Darth Vader like kicking ass or whatever. But like, I would have almost rather seen just that shot of him like in the loading bay of his ship, like watching the Tantive for like escape. You yeah, know, so that we like, know we know that like, in a little okay, bit. Okay, well, let's go get that motherfucker. <laughs> right, they are going to board that, and it's going to be not good for yeah. the Tantive Four crew. Right. Um, I think I think that it feels yes. It's because it is sort of. It's not that it's divorced from. Well, 
it does feel divorced from the Skywalker story. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, a little bit. Like it is still part of the main story because it's like literally the day before, but it feels divorced from the Skywalker story because there aren't like any. Well, you know, Leia's in it for two seconds, but it, and of she's, course Vader and Vader, of course, for I guess maybe five seconds is how long he's in the movie. Right. Um, his little scene in the middle, but yeah, he did that thing of like. Okay, we have to at least make an appearance at the party. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "How late should we be? Can we get there halfway right. between halfway through the movie?" Yeah. And yeah. then I'll show up for like I don't know a second. I'll say hi to Krennic and then I'll leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then show up again at the very end because the other party he went to sucked, and he was like, "I guess I'm back at this party." Right. Man, do you remember going to parties? No. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, man. But yeah, uh, but then, of course, the argument we've made a lot with, like, the Disney era of Star Wars is it's full of, like, fan service bullshit. Like, when we see yeah. Ponda Baba and when we, like, you know, there's all sorts of, like, holding up the remote lightsaber target droid to the screen and going, remember? Like, there's a lot yeah, of that in this. There like, is. it might not be as offensive as The Force Awakens is, but I It mean, feels less okay here's what i will say it feels less star wars than rise of skywalker to me yeah yeah i think the fact that like the the sort of uh trilogy characters like the luke skywalkers of it all being absent from this like do make it feel less star wars than than a lot of things. Yeah, I feel like that might that that's such I, a big part of the chili that it brings it down. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. I have the rubric up. As a matter of fact, oh. maybe we maybe we view it after the break. But um, sure, you know, looking through it, stealth sneaking around—that's a big one. But then black and white, good and evil. I mean, it's still pretty clear, but we are playing for maybe the first time with like mucky gray. Yeah, our good guys uh, are a little bit gray. So, yeah, I mean, I think this might be worth looking at. I like it. Um, but let's go to the break first, then we can come back and play a yeah, game and then look woo-hoo! at the rubric. Yahoo! And we're back. Yeah, I was we're... trying to think if any of the characters sound like back. And we're Chirrut, no. And we're Cassian, no. And we're... Rebellions are built on hope. <laughs> and we're Borgullet. And we're Borgullet. God. <laughs> if I was Borgullet, I'd kill myself. <laughs> uh, okay, we're back. a terrible existence. And, uh, I mean, I suppose we can continue using this game in the future, but it feels like maybe it's the last time in a while that we're going to be doing a Star Wars thing. Yeah. Uh, although, I don't know, the Book of Boba Fett comes out, like, tomorrow or whatever. Yeah, it's true. Um... But we are going to return once again to the Star Wars Minute game. Yay, let's see if Which, I'm of good course, at it I today. made to reflect the nine uh, Skywalker saga movies, which is funny because that's not the movie we're doing. Or, like, the movie we're doing will not be included in this week's game. Correct. But I wrote all these down, like, months ago, and I still haven't used all of them. So, um, for new listeners, or if you're not familiar with the game, uh, I am going to name a uh, Star Wars movie and tell Josiah how many minutes that movie has in its runtime, and then name something that happens in the movie, and he is going to have to try to guess what minute that happens at. And uh, let's see. And sometimes I'm really good at this game. Yeah, he's gotten it right on the money a number of times. So we're doing the, the solo play rules, which is you guess once. If you get it right on the money, it's five points. 
And then in increments of five away from the target, you like keep losing points. And this week, let's see, we did we did the C3PO one, but okay, your choices are dismemberment, Mm. music, Mm. and that's actually all. (laughs) Let's do dismemberment. All right, we're doing the Star Wars Minute dismemberment moments. Uh, as Say that the, ten times fast. Ti- as the title maybe alludes to, these are all different dismemberments in Star Wars because Star Wars has dismemberment. <laughs> yes. So let's see. First one is we're going in release order as we always do on this uh, game. The first one is A New Hope, the Disney Plus version of all of these, by the way. The Disney right. Plus A New Hope featuring McClunky has McClunky. a 124-minute-long runtime. And this is the moment when, I just mentioned him, Panda Baba gets his arm chopped off at the cantina. Oh, and real blood is on the ground. <laughs> yeah, real. Because for some reason... It wasn't like a cauterized wound. <laughs> and it was real human blood that they used. Right, right. <laughs> um, this is pretty early, but I'm going to say it's later than I think it is because a lot of stuff has to happen. Luke's parents, no, his parents, Luke's uncle and aunt have to mm-hmm. die. There's the stuff with Leia. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go with 35. So that is 13 minutes away. Whoa, it's way earlier it's than I thought. 48. 40, oh, it's 48. Uh, I thought you said it was yeah, 13 so minutes. I was like, geez. You get three points for that. Okay, that's not bad. I've done better. Oh, no, you get two points. I'm sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> Within 15. Uh, okay, the next one is uh, Luke gets Luke. his hand chopped off. In Empire Strikes Back, which has a 127-minute runtime on Disney So this Plus. is close to the end. I'd say. He's got to hang from the thing. I'm going to say hmm, it's 127, you said? Mm-hmm. And these movies all have like four minutes of credits or something like that. That's true. I'm going to go 115. Very good. Very close. It's 111. So nice. you're within five. So you get four points for that one. Woo! I can never uh, tell if it's impressive when I get these right yeah, or not. Right. Like, is this hard? I don't know. Listeners, is this hard? Do you get a, Do you get them right? <laughs> uh, yeah, let us know, listeners, if you get them right or if tweet you're close. At tweet you at tweet me and at say, us. you're bad at this game. It's not, it's not hard. Or tweet yeah. at me and be like, you are good. It is hard. And then just tag Star Wars Minute, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and tag them. <laughs> Uh, okay, the next movie is Return of the Jedi, 134 minutes long, and this is when Darth Vader gets his arm chopped off. Mm-hmm. Also, pretty close to the end. How, what was the runtime again? 134. I'm going to say 120. 114. Oh. So you were within 10 minutes on that, so you get three points. I was so close to getting four points again. Yeah. Damn. Uh, Okay, Phantom Menace. Released the same year as The Matrix. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Um, A Phantom Menace. Disney Plus 
Phantom Menace is 136 minutes long, and this is when, I suppose it's a dismemberment, Darth Maul is chopped in half. <laughs> yeah, his bottom half is dismembered from his top half. Right, because he does like actually like eventually come back to life, so it is like his legs and penis get cut off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And his little butt. And his little butt, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, what was the runtime again? 136 minutes. I'm going to go one... I'm going to do it again. I'm going to say it again. 120. It's 125. Wow. So that's a four-pointer because you're right there within five. Yes. Yes. I'll count it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Okay. Attack of the Clones. 142 minutes. The longest so far. Uh, This is when Anakin gets his arm chopped off by Count Dooku. Now, here's the question. Do I remember this movie at all? (laughs) Yes. Sometimes. Does that happen in the first fight? No. It happens in the last fight. I believe. Wait. Yes. I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> 130. For the movie you were like the least confident in, you got the closest so far. <laughs> it's minute 128. Nice. Uh, yes. I was I was confusing it with the beginning fight in uh, Revenge of the Sith for some oh, reason. Oh, uh-huh, when he's like, do it. I was like, is that when it happens? But I was like, wait, that's the wrong movie. Uh, the wrong Missy. The wrong Missy starring. Which I didn't see. No, neither did I. It looked bad. I love Lord yeah, Mapkis, but, you know, uh, it looks bad. Okay, next is Revenge of the Sith, episode three. Uh, it is 140 minutes and this is when Mace Windu gets his arm chopped off. Give me that runtime one more time. 140. Okay, it's earlier than the previous ones, but still pretty late. I'm going to go 115. 75. Wow, I was way <laughs> off. Yeah, you know, the the whole, like, they have to, like, kill all the Jedi. Then they have to, like, uh, like, like there's so many things this movie has to do as it ends you yeah, know it's like true there's a lot there's the there's the like 55 minute long fucking jumping around in lava goo fight yes that know? takes forever luke and leia have to be born darth vader they has to get, get put together in the lab and go no no i'm a frankenstein uh, <laughs> uh, okay jumping now to the disney era episode seven the force awakens a 138 minute long movie this is the closest i could get to a dismemberment it's when han gets stabbed in the belly <laughs> <laughs> yeah his his intestines got dismembered <laughs> that's pretty close to the end you said it was 100 what 138 125 it is 109 okay okay because everybody's got to get out of there they got to blow up the planet Thing. Yeah, they got a f- uh, Ray and Kylo fight in the snow. I got one point from that. I think uh, one oh nine, and what did you say? One twenty. One twenty five. Yeah, so I think you do get one point. You're right. Uh, okay, Last Jedi, hundred and fifty two minutes, the longest of all. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Here's my here's my thing. We've already done the Snoke getting cut in half scene. In a previous Star Wars Minute game. Great. <laughs> so this is when Snoke's ship gets cut in half by Vice Admiral Holdo going at it at light speed. Mm. Mm. 
the good old ship dismemberment. Uh-huh. Um, it's pretty late. I'm going to say, but then no, because they still have to have that whole fight on yeah, the... Yeah, like an entire act of the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say earlier than I think, I'm going to go like 110. Uh, 112. Nice. Very good. A four-pointer there. Dang, I haven't gotten any fives. I've gotten a five every time before. this. I, really? I, yeah. Well, wow. at least all the ones I've kept track of. Well, the last one that you got a five on was the very last one. Like, yes. Like the Rise of Skywalker, which it we have brought ourselves to now. Episode nine, the Rise of Skywalker. This is when <laughs> a dismemberment has happened, but we don't actually see it happen. This is when we see that dude's full ass head, <laughs> you know, in like what? the First Order ship, that guy with like the horns who we oh, saw, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah, see yeah. early on and he's like... Here's the information I got from the spy. And then they're like, plop. Uh, it's when we see his head. That's pretty early. I have to get this right exactly so I can keep my streak. It's also, it's right after um, the two stormtroopers in the hallway are like, Knights of Ren, ghoul, ghouls. But I thought they said goals. Goals. Like yeah. Knights of Ren. <sighs> goals. Goals. I wish I could be a Knight of Ren. But it was ghouls. Ghouls. Let's Which isn't... See good either but no. like i did think it was like straight up like tiktok speak goals like baby. squad goals yeah uh knights of Ren are totally squad goals <laughs> um i'm gonna say 18 uh very close it's 21 damn it that's another four pointer i didn't get any fives this time but i got a the lot of fours. knights of ren walk by and then the stormtroopers are like filming them on their phone and then they play it later and it's like oh no Oh, oh no. no! Oh no! 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 Listeners, for the, for those of you who don't know, Mike recently caved <laughs> and got TikTok. Yeah. Um, which has also been nice because they've been doing a lot of people have been doing like repost your most viral video or whatever. Yeah, right. So there's been a lot of classic stuff from earlier in the year that's been coming up, and Mike has sent me I think only one really that that was a classic where I was like ah. It's great that he's getting to experience some of the classics from the summer and everything right. that he didn't get to experience. Yeah, right. Um, the, there was the, I'm not a vaccine hoochie, I'm not a vaccine slut. You're not going to put it in my butt. You're not going to put it in my arm. Yeah. She misses the rhyme. It's yeah. It's very So good. frustrating. <laughs> yeah. It's truly next level. There, there, we were watching Shark Tank last weekend, and uh, there's this company called Banana Loca, which is like this weird gadget to core a banana and what? then f- fill it with like uh nutella or whatever and you can use it another like no one shaped shit or whatever would, but uh, that is not uh, bananas don't have cores well yeah no it, uh like literally like pull out a core like like no. how you take a core sample of a uh, of the sucks. earth or whatever i hope that the sharks were like that's stupid well crazy enough two of them ended up in fact they did say it was kind of dumb anyway it's called banana loca and the jingle for it was Open your boca, banana loca. Open your boca, <laughs> banana loca. So, okay, mouth in Spanish and yeah. crazy in Spanish, I suppose. But I was like, I don't like that meter. It doesn't work for no, me. No, <laughs> I was just about to say, like, one, some, one of them needs, like, one extra beat. Yeah. Open up your boca. God, what would it be? Open up your boca, banana loca. <laughs> like, or, like... Yeah, I mean, like, it, it needs, it needs a page your, one rewrite. <laughs> open up your is four syllables. 
and then banana's only three, so that's part of the issue. Open up your boca, banana loca. Because, yes, because the <laughs> boca, boca is landing on one, uh-huh. two, three, four, yeah, right. five, six. And then banana loca, it's like one, two, three, four. And yeah. so it's like, that doesn't feel good. No, it does not. That sucks. It's I like, hope. open up your boca. You need banana loca. Something yes, like that. Yes, yes, <laughs> thank you. Something like that. Yeah. Open up your boca. <laughs> this product is useless. <laughs> I hope Noah, I hope it fails. <laughs> I know that there's probably like someone's dream is this product. Yeah, it was actually kind of a cute thing and it made me think maybe you could use it to core out a hot dog and fill it with like relish Nutella. or mustard. Or, or Nutella. <laughs> Nutella. A little chocolate dog. A little choco dog. Chocolatey hot dog. Nasty. We went out to Super Dog this weekend. You ever been there? You no. a hot dog guy? Uh, I do. I like a dog. I like yeah. a, I like a dog. A I like hot a dog. Chicago dog, like a motherfucker. Yeah, I love a Chicago dog. Um. Anyway, that was, that was the game. We're talking game. about Rouge One. Uh, <laughs> and and I've got the uh, the I almost called it the Matrix. The rubric pulled up. Uh, what if the Matrix was called the rubric? <laughs> no one can be shown what the rubric is you have to see it for yourself it's like oh well, it looks like this has this many points okay interesting <laughs> uh level of difficulty yeah um okay so the, i'm not gonna like actually insert values here but um and thanks again to our listener who sent this in andrew um we haven't we haven't visited it in a while, so I'm glad we're pulling it back up. Yeah, um, we have here it. on the last episode of 2021. So just just going down the like categories in the rubric: character archetypes. Uh, you know, are they you know kind of commedia dell'arte level like yeah. stock characters? And we did say kind of you know like their whole thing is just like their job. Yeah, but they're not. Um, I don't know. They're they're not like in a in a sort of. Um, Ocean's Eleven or like Italian job type movie. Yes. It's like so much clearer that the person does like one specific thing. And in this, it's like, they're all just kind of like running around. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. It's not like demolitions expert. Yeah, right. Like the guy at the computer with the headset on going like, okay, go to your left. No, your other left. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the guy in the chair to um, quote Ned. The Napster. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got to do that movie at some point. Well, uh, the which one? Italian Job from like 2002 or whenever uh, it came I need out. to watch that because I haven't seen it. I used to fucking love it. I bet if I watch it now, I would like roll my eyes at it. But like it, I it like really turned me on to the whole world of like heist movies. Mike loves the heist. He loved Cruella. I love a frigging heist, which is actually funny because I don't care about that set piece in this movie in Rogue One. Oh, the heist because part. This is something that I think we need a term for. Um, I'm going to call it Smurfy's Law because it's a little bit more than Murphy's Law, which, of course, is what can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah. Um, In this movie, throughout the last set piece of them trying to get the codes. Get the codes. (laughs) um, Everything that could go wrong does. Yeah. And then yet the the yes and to that is they pretty much get past whatever obstacle with like one second of like effort, yeah. you know, like with ease. 
it is it is an annoying uh like peril fatigue where it's like yeah literally every step of the way it's like okay we got to pull the thing out with the claw machine okay, it's the like claw if you're running broken. like if you're running like uh, the length of a football field or something and then at like the receiving team's 30 yard line someone throws like one chair at you yeah and it's like okay well i'll go around this around this chair. <laughs> like at the 50 they throw like 50 marbles and it's like okay well i'll just slow down for a second so i don't slip on these yeah <laughs> you know? and like, then one person like weird not even hurdles <laughs> no not hurdles and because there's not they are they are like scary things like the claw machine's not but working not, so now we have to free climb but they just succeed <laughs> yeah there, it's not like an, there's never like an, it's not an interesting to watch yeah. them problem solve because it right. is like oh well i have to manually do this thing okay oh well i did it okay yeah. well i have to make the way i described it in the commentary is it's like if it's not ex like when i'm playing dungeons and dragons as like a dm if i present them a problem that is boring to solve that's like right. my that's my fault that's like not a fun story yeah, yeah it's right. like give them problems that are fun to solve where it's like right. you have to actually put some critical thinking into it it's like we of, need we need this act to be 20 or this set piece or whatever to be like 15 20 minutes long and we got to show people flying around up in space and that's basically the same every time we see it so like uh we need to cut in and out of like other things going on on the ground and it's like well then do other things <laughs> yeah we have to, it's so much of it feels like padding where it's like yeah uh, yeah and um, and they're almost like too adept at yeah saving the day every time <laughs> never do you actually feel like they're not going to make it right yeah you're right. like we've seen them be very good at this like in in back to the future for example or in star wars and the trench run like they have a single goal and then like stuff keeps like you know like a single like actual little operation they're doing like yeah. i'm driving straight ahead and i need to have the wire touch the thing but like I don't know. I don't know why this feels different than that. Because now that I'm saying it out loud, it's like, okay, well, yeah, but like Doc didn't need to pull on the cable so much that it came out of, you know, yeah, like, I yeah. don't know. Just something about this version of it is like, they need to be like circus performers to keep like solving the hiccups you know like, i think it's because there's too many of them it's the same reason yes. why like it's the same reason why rise of skywalker doesn't feel as um impactful because there's too many like goobers like along the way yes it's and like, then too many people to come save the day yes and so whenever it's whenever there's too many like because doc brown it's like okay well we know it has the thing has to hit the wire uh oh the wire's messed up and so the the whole problem is just okay the wire's messed up how's he going to fix it it's not like right well he had a problem setting up the wire and then he had a problem getting up to the clock tower and then he had right. a problem on the, and clock, then the tower. Whole clock tower exploded and he had to figure out a different way to right <laughs> exactly it's like when there's too many of them in a row it feels it feels like boring it's like okay right. well we know they're going to do it because they can't not do it. Yeah. Cause that's, the yeah. And they also all like almost all of them seem like truly unwinnable. Like when, when uh, the like long platform she has to go out onto to like yeah. adjust the fucking satellite dish or whatever. It's like, why does the satellite dish move as quickly as it does? Like yeah. you have to realign the dish and it's like, okay, well that's going to take exactly as long as it takes for the next bad thing. to happen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it it's, should probably take a lot longer or be an immediate thing. <laughs> right. Or it's just already done. Yeah. 
and we didn't have to worry about it. Right. If I was script doctoring that, I'd be like, we can keep two of these. Yeah. All right, everyone? Yeah. You can have two. That's that's all, though. Only two things get to not work. Maybe three if it feels good. Yeah, right. But these feel bad because there's too many of them in a row. And and it it also feels weird that, like, they don't just get shot. (laughs) No. Like, there's so many times that the obstacle is, I'm going to shoot you, and then they manage to not get shot. (laughs) Yeah. It's too many. Anyway, that was um, an exploration into the first category on the rubric. Yes, it's true. (laughs) Anyway, character archetypes, stealth, sneaking around. There's lots of that. Lots of it. Lots of Um, it. But it's not in that sort of Scooby-Doo way where they, like, put on another costume or whatever. It's, like, actual well, real, like, military do, still. They do put on a costume. Wait, yeah, you're right. That's true. Never mind. Uh, black and white. Good and bad, clearly defined. We did say that it's, like, a little murkier than most. Yeah, the good guys are murkier in this one. Hero's Journey. Uh, nah, I don't really think so. It's more of, yeah, like, a... not really. It's exploration of, like, what... I don't know. Why people fight or what yeah. people fight for as, as opposed it's done to one through the person. lens of like a single hero but like it's not nearly the traditional like harry potter no. luke skywalker thing uh composite is it a like does it have its inspirations and influences on its sleeves in the uh, sense that star wars is the thing it's ripping off <laughs> yeah and also like i think you could make the argument that it's like it's pulling from war movies so like i could mm-hmm. i could see that it's a little bit of there uh, a movie slash narrative. So is this like a movie, and does it have a story? It is a movie. It does have a story. Um, the the thing that gets it a ten on this rubric is this material is a movie, like a feature film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then culture, its cultural impact, big fat fucking opinion. I feel like uh. Hmm. There aren't a ton of big opinions on this other than that, like, Darth Vader scene and that people are, like, I have recently seen people, a lot of people say, like, this is my favorite Star Wars movie, which is, like, pretty dumbfounding to me because it needs Star Wars in order to exist. Yeah. It's, like, not a movie on its own. (laughs) I think that this is... I, I don't know if it's big, fat fucking opinions about this, but it... But I do think that most people either immediately forgot about it after they saw it yeah or they loved it or like weirdly will like be buried with it because it's their favorite movie yeah and <laughs> and, I, and i and i i fall very much in the previous camp where i was yeah. like yeah it was, it was good yeah, and then right. i was done with it so i don't know it's so not big fat fucking opinions yeah. maybe some weird opinions <laughs> yeah definitely some weird ones uh universal awareness uh is it something that like everyone knows what it is honestly i mean it's star wars but people this this would be one that i think people would forget about if they were watching star wars right like i i could see having a conversation with someone and mentioning oh yeah i do a podcast we just talked about rogue one and them going oh did i see that yeah and they did, but they just don't remember. <laughs> right. It's definitely one of those. And then bangers, music. It it uh, mm. it does have like its own like Star Warsy couple of songs, but it's not like uh freaking like a greatest hits album. No. No skips. <laughs> no, definitely not. I mean, I feel like there are enough things on that rubric were kind of like eh. I know. It, it sort of justifies the lower rating for me. Now, a five or a six, though, does not no. work for me. No, 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 R2-D2 no. is in it. 
So yeah. is the Death Star. It's about the Death Star, in fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's way uh, too low. We were insane. But it, as far as... It has as... something from the original trilogy and the prequels in that it's a full CGI character of a guy from the original trilogy. That's true. That's true. Now, it the question is... Bocalyst. Do we want to move? Because I, I, I do think it's going to fall under Last Jedi. It does I feel... I think so, too. But, so now the question is, do we want to have this take the place of last jedi as an eight or do we want to put it like right under as like a 7.9 or something like that mm. right because having it be an eight would make everything kind of clean but i think we've we've given last jedi an eight on both of the episodes that we reviewed it i feel like it's like fairly well cemented as an eight well let's do like episode a, eight let's do like my a favorite s- number <laughs> eight's a magic number <laughs> Should seven, t- eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. That's how I remember. Well, I'm not going to dox her, I guess, but too late. I, I'm telling the story already. That's how I remember Charlie's birthday is. Um, it's like why I was six afraid of seven because, but her birthday is not. It's, it's, this is stupid. It's not <laughs> seven, eight, nine. It's seven, six, eight, nine. And so uh-huh. for like the year and everything. So I'm always like, why was six afraid of seven? Seven, six, eight, nine. Which is stupid, because it's not the joke. But that's Charlie's birthday, everyone, so now you can all remember it, I guess. <laughs> and I, and dox her, I guess. Yeah, right. Um, don't dox her, please. Uh, dox me, <laughs> if you're going to dox anybody. Take me instead. Yeah, pay attention Sh- to me. <laughs> should we Should we give it a 7.9, then? Maybe? I like that. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah. 7.9. Rogue One. Okay, and then what's oh, and our... Oh, the unit of measure? Yeah, unit of measures. Mine's um, got to be Boar Gullets. Yeah, that's a good one. Mine's that guy who's like, ah! <laughs> Actually, I think that's what I did the last time we did Rogue One. Maybe I'll pick a different one. Mine's going to be... Um, oh, wait. I... Different clips of reused footage from A New Hope of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. old later. <laughs> old later. Actually, mine's going to be the 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 um, Mon Calamari general. Who's oh, like, yeah. I'm a fish. I'm because a fish. <laughs> that was a joke we made in the commentary. Everyone should go listen to it. It's a pretty good right. commentary. Um, it's going to be, uh, uh, I keep forgetting the name of the race, Mon Calamarians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is so funny that he named a race of fish people that. What a, <laughs> what a real jokester. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 7.9. There it is. Love it. So this, everybody, this is our last... We've officially calibrated. (laughs) We've recalibrated. They're all in their own little area. But Rogue One is 7.9. Last Jedi is an 8. Rise of Skywalker is 8 and 16th. Solo is 8.1. Force Awakens is 8 and an 8th. Attack of the Clones is 8 and a quarter. Empire is 8 and a half. Revenge of Synth is 8 and 3 quarters. New Hope is 9. Phantom Menace is 9 and a quarter. And Return of the Jedi is a 10. This is the stupidest podcast <laughs> of all the podcasts. And that's really saying something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dumb show. Um, <laughs> so if you're here listening because you saw my name in a program and I shouted out this podcast, <laughs> then welcome. Uh-huh. And if that's not how you found it, but it's because you saw one of like 20 postcards at the Second City Training Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And welcome to you as well. Welcome, welcome. This is what this is the show. But uh, let's see. Let's. And if it's neither of those two ways, you should let us know how you found the show by tweeting yeah. at us or emailing us. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at, uh, at How Star Wars Is It or email us at a good podcast at gmail.com. Because of nice. course, this is a good podcast. 
That was a good segue into the wrap-up. You can also (laughs) join us over on Patreon. Um, I believe it's patreon.com slash howstarwarsisit. Yeah. And... For the low, low cost of five dollars mm-hmm. a month or ten, if you want to give us ten, mm-hmm. you can get a weekly bonus episode and also a monthly commentary track. Which this month is Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, so, or well, this month I guess finishing off December is Solo. Yeah. Next month is Rogue One. So, yeah. and it's a good commentary. You should check it out. Um, no, this is funny because normally I say the thing that Mike said and Mike yeah, says I know. the Patreon <laughs> thing so it feels very foreign coming out of my mouth right now but uh, it's only $5 and it's just the price of a like a coffee like an expensive cup of coffee so go yeah. buy yourself a cup of coffee and listen to us talk about stuff we also have a really good episode of the Patreon coming out um, let's see when is it coming out uh, right this like week in, a week, in like a week and a ha- half um, and, and it, me and Mike make a lot of jokes about Schrodinger's cat and it's really good (laughs) it's my new favorite episode of the Patreon that we've done so please check it out Um, otherwise I'm pretty sure it's time for Tubby Bye Bye yeah Mike's taking all the things that I normally say (laughs) I was going to pull up an email see if you had any good spam lately but they're all just the same Sandra Sandra telling Sandra she has some missed messages Um, like we always say we we love love you. you And may the fourth be with you. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Sandra, you've still got 11 unread messages. See what they said.